Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hey, everybody. Dave Hodges here on the road in our makeshift studio, but it seems like it's working out okay. Glad you could join us. Uh, We have a special guest and a very timely topic uh, with regard to immigration and the threats posed. And certainly we've been paying attention to what the government is actually now finally admitting to, that we have terrorists in our midst. And uh, we know who's to blame, and we're going to break it down with our guest, J.J. Carroll. He's the author of a book called Invaded, and we're going to let him talk about that as well, too, because I'm sure that those topics will come into our discussion. J.J., first-time guest on the show. Welcome. Glad to have you here. And... uh I know you've been a, 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 a special agent at the border in charge, and you have all that experience at the border. Could you run through your resume just a little bit uh, so people say, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about? Okay, sure. First, thanks for having me on your show, and, and you, you are correct. Everything that is happening now uh, on the border is incredibly relevant to the safety of America. It is uh, The border is an insane place. Uh, run by traders in our government. And I, I can back that up in my book and as, as we speak. Um, my background is 24 year career in the United States Border Patrol. Um, I cut my teeth. I made my, my reputation down on the Tijuana border, San Diego Tijuana border for a decade where I was a journeyman agent. And then I, uh, got a promotion to a supervisory border patrol agent, ran, uh, an ATV unit during the most violent times in recent history. So, um, I've been there, done that. I took a lateral transfer up to Southern California, uh, Orange County area, and ran a very large 50 to 60 man task force uh, combating uh, the the maritime smuggling of human trafficking as well as narcotic trafficking. Um, One of my guys actually had to go and testify against El Chapo Guzman, the narco leader, Sinaloa cartel leader and help uh, secure a conviction. So that was a big deal within my unit. Um, then I took a transfer, excuse me, a promotion to to Mecula or Marietta Border Patrol Station, which is inland from the border, about 45 miles. It's highway interdiction. And after 24 years, I retired. I spent one year under Joe Biden um, and saw the train wreck that was, was going to happen. I will be very honest that... It was difficult, very difficult to work that that year under Joe Biden. But even with all my experience and the telltale signs that I saw, no way could I have ever imagined the level of treason, maliciousness and and deceit that is now transpiring on the border. And I believe I am an expert uh, on this topic because I'm not a, a cable head talking, talking head. 
I'm not an academic guy now. I can talk to you in academic terms of all DHS policy inside and out because not only did I live those policies on the border and did the job, and I was one of the highest producing agents in Southern California of criminal arrests and and, uh, prosecutions, but I was in that 30,000-foot view where we would have those policy and law discussions, where we'd have the discussions, how in the hell are we going to implement Joe Biden and Mayorkas strategy? I mean, it got so it got down to the minutia of Mayorkas didn't want us to refer to, to people that are illegally in our country as illegal aliens. He wanted to call them non-citizens. No, this is how Orwellian it has become on the border. Uh, and I believe it is. And just so we can be very clear going from from the jump here, Dave, is that I believe this is an intentional destruction of the American immigration system to fundamentally transform America. These are not my words. These are the words of the people that are running our nation. Well, Obama promised uh, that we would undergo a fundamental transformation. Um, And we are. And we are. And I think a lot of what he did, he was like the eighth inning setup pitcher for the reliever. uh, That'd be the closer and that'd be Hillary Clinton. But we got a four-year reprieve in there. But unfortunately, we're back to ground zero and a lot of Obama policies coming in. And and by the way, uh, my broadcast partner, I mentioned Doug Thornton, formerly a homeland. He left after one year of uh, of Biden, too. He couldn't take it anymore. Uh, and it just it just got to a point where he said all the good ones are leaving. And he said there are good ones that are hanging on for retirement. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I will I'll echo that. Um, my sor- I've only been retired for two years. Um I have direct contact with border agents from uh, the northern border, southern border, ICE officers and supervisors in the interior. So I, I know exactly what's going on, and your and your partner is absolutely correct. Uh, people are hanging on for retirement. So what you have now is the old school border patrol agents, ICE officers that are leaving in retirement. There has been no culture or operational knowledge transfer. Now, from all these all these people from o- Obama and now Biden's administration, and they don't know their job. We're down from the height of Border Patrol agents, 21,000. We're down to 15,000 and dropping daily. We're not even going to have people to patrol the border within another two or three years. Well, I think it's Michael Yan that said that he knows that there's 20 Border Patrol agents patrolling the entire Arizona uh, boundary with Mexico. 20. Yes. No, te- Michael- no, no technology, too. No, and Michael Yon's correct. I follow his work. I speak with him, uh, spoke with him uh, several times before. I know from my sources that there are at any given time, try to get wrap your brain around this, in any given time of the day, 80% of the border is unmanned. The, the, I can't even, look, we were, maybe, maybe we go back just for a second. And because there is, when there is, calamity and chaos and maliciousness, people begin to think that it's always been this way, right? Like like you and I are talking about the destruction of the immigration system as if a lot of people are going to think, well, wow, this has been going on for decades. No, this has only been 35 months. Let me, let me explain. We used to be stretched, right? Even at the height of the Border Patrol, we're stretched, right? It's 2,000 miles on the southern border, 5,400 miles on the northern border. But we had the border monitored, meaning there was an agent. Maybe I was assigned 20 miles of the Arizona border, but that was my 20 miles. And I could tell you at the end of the shift how many people crossed, 
when they crossed and and did they did they escape or did I arrest them? Now there's no one on the border, no one. It's it, it's beyond comprehension. And let me give you another point. As a, as a as a frontline agent, all the way up to a, a high level manager, I arrested directly or indirectly thousands of illegal aliens. Let's just say ten thousand for a round number. In 23 years, my my last year was Biden, so it doesn't count. In 23 years, 10,000 people I arrested. I released zero. I released zero people into our community. Every single person that has been arrested under Joe Biden in the last 35 months, which is now approaching 8 million, he's released almost all of them. This has never been done. Everything that's happening currently has never been done in the history of the United States Border Patrol, which is coming up on its 100-year anniversary. Never done. So then the follow-up question, once we have this understanding, is why would our government do this to America? And Americans have to come to realization that it's done intentionally and on purpose and strategically planned out by both parties, I might add. I would agree. The the uniparty is alive and well. There's no question about that. The um the intentionality of it is is without notice. I, I here's what really concerns me, and this kind of takes it out of your track a little bit, but you have Mayorkas that commits perjury every time he goes to Congress and says there's no one walking across the border. Right. Yet how many how many videos do we have to see on live television, at least when Tucker Carlson was still on the air, that we know that that's a lie? Yet he's allowed to get away with this. Yes, because the Republicans are impotent. They're uh, conspiratorial. Excuse me, not conspiratorial. They they collaborate with the Democrats. Look, I know very much about uh, my organs. I did a deep dive in him on my book. I gave him a whole chapter because. He is the tip of the spear. People think Mayorkas fell out of the sky and is now all of a sudden uh, the secretary of DHS. You have to go all the way back to Obama's first term. He was the director of USCIS, which is a major component of the immigration system. Mayorkas then became second in charge of DHS under Obama. And you were correct. He was going to be the secretary of DHS if Hillary Clinton won. And now he's director. When you look at the totality of everything that is happening, he created and implemented DACA. That's Mayorkas did that. I didn't know he was he the impl- father of that. He's the father yes. of, really? Okay. Yes, he's the father of DACA, and he implemented and created and implemented under CIS, USCIS. Um, he, he created every program that's happening now. The asylum, which is fraudulent. The parole system that has been bastardized and destroyed. Sure. Catch and release. The, the non-enforcement, look, you're spending billions of dollars a year now. People don't understand this. Across the southern border, we have huge processing and holding facilities now. Billions of dollars. But we won't put border patrol agents on the border to secure it. I mean, we could, the level of treason, and America is now starting to wake up and feel it because the major cities are now saturated with illegal aliens, and they have all claimed states of emergencies across the nation. And now they're fi- the illegal aliens are finding their ways into small towns. And you're going to see devastation, pain, and suffering like you've never seen. 
under Joe Biden right to this term by DHS numbers. Eight million people arrested and released. They claim up to two million have crossed the border undetected called getaways. That's a lie. That's closer to seven to 10 million. But let's just play their game and say two million. So right under Joe Biden, he has allowed in 10 million people. This is a systematic demographic shift in America. And it's not a race demographic shift because 175 to 180 nations out of 195 are recorded in arrest data in U.S. Border Patrol. 180 out of 195. This isn't about race and ethnicity. This is a change of demographics from citizens to non-citizens because they can control non-citizens. How do they control them? The non-citizens need everything from the, the American government. They cannot, they cannot survive without them. And then the new, then the op, the, the end game is to allow them to vote. And you're seeing that across major Democrat states and cities to allow them to vote in general elections within city state uh, elections. This is the end game. If Joe Biden wins this next term or gets to steal again, he will, you will see within the first year, the world's largest amnesty being granted. That's the end game. Yeah. Do they have to grant? Uh, I guess I'm confused. In California, I know illegals can get driver's licenses. Does that open them up to vote legally? No, they can. But they will be able to get to vote because they'll be get they become uh, the motor voter. Like right? you, you sign up for your driver's license and nobody will check. Right. Everyone says, well, they'll check to see if they're U.S. citizens. No, they won't. Who's going to do that? The DMV is now responsible to determine who's citizen and who's not. They don't even check. I lived in California for 25 years. They don't even check to see if I, I can I can go there and say my name's Mohammed and I live down the street. And they would say, I don't have you on the list. Okay, I still live there. Okay, here, vote it out. Go ahead and vote. I mean, I've seen it. It's insanity. But you have New York, Vermont. You have some other states, Illinois, that are now saying, yes, of course these people can vote. Of course they can. They're, they're, they're part of our, our fabric of our society. Name me one other nation on planet Earth, Dave, that allows non-citizens to vote in their elections. No, There's not one. Cheating is rampant, but I agree with you. The non-citizen vote is almost non-existent in the world except for here. Um, What about Europe, though? They've had the infestation of migration, too. Does that permeate into their elections, too? Uh, I don't know that, but I do know what happens in Europe is happens here. Everyone believes that we're the center of the universe, America, and that we we dominate culture, etc. No, that's not true. When you start to look at what happens in Europe, eventually it finds its way here. Crazy liberalism destroyed uh, Europe. They're trying to fight it out. Now we're in crazy liberalism. They've allowed millions of illegal aliens, the vast majority, single adult military age men, and they're destroying Europe as we speak now. They burnt France down in summer and nobody wanted to talk about it. We're seeing that now in America. When you got when when Biden and Mayorkas talk about family units, that's a whole nother category. But understand that they're lying to you. The vast majority of people crossing the border are single adult military age men and they're coming from the Middle East and the continent of Africa. I don't when know. Look if, at the go, go ahead. Sorry, Dave. No, no, no go ahead. You're please. fine. I just America is so vulnerable. It is in such peril. And 
thank God for, for podcasts like yours that allow guests to come on and speak openly about it and honestly. Uh, you don't have to agree with me. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at thecommonsenseshow.tv, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at thecommonsenseshow.tv. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time the common sense show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for my pillow for example they've got half off my pillow bed sheets more than half off their slippers their sandals their mattresses their topper covers women's lingerie now, they have extremely great products as you all know Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. You don't have to like the way I speak or, or what my background is, but you cannot deny what I'm saying is honest and truthful and factual. In fact, I want everyone to fact check me because it, we're, we're, we live in a world of liars and lies, right? No one speaks the truth. But I want you to fact check me and look at my data and see. And then once you come to the realization, oh, my God, that guy's actually what he said is, is honest, is truthful. Then you have to make that that decision. Is this intentional or is this is this tomfoolery, stupidity and bad policy? I believe it's intentional. I believe my org is an incredible, intelligent man, has an incredible background. It took a lot of intellect to get to that point. And he goes in front of Congress 
He's very arrogant. And he just shrugs his shoulders and goes, no, because they asked him yesterday, does a border wall work? Nope. Does not work. Is the border secure? Yes, it is. And what do the Republicans do? They just, he, he laughs at them because he owns those impotent fools, all of them. No, he doesn't own some of them. And here's what I mean. I don't think this even appeared on mainstream media because I didn't see it. And I asked for people, if you'd seen it, please let me know. But Ted Cruz and John Cornyn and, you know, Cornyn is another issue, but he was on the right side of this. Cornyn and then two other senators were holding a press conference and they had gone on night patrol with the border patrol. And they had they talked about two interdictions that they had. One was they came across a group uh, and there were young girls with older men and they weren't uncles. They weren't fathers. They could see through it. And the Border Patrol shrugged their shoulders and they asked why there wasn't intervention. And they said, we're ordered not to do anything. The second issue they described was they interdicted uh, uh, males coming across all males. And when they searched them, they found incendiary devices, IEDs. Mm-hmm. And they seized the yep. weapons, but they had to release them. And Cruz was outraged. I mean, he went on on this press conference for about five minutes. Yep. I don't know if you're aware that that ha- it had to get happened last week. Yes, uh, I'm aware of it. I'm 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 aware of that, and I'm aware of Ted Cruz about, and, and I like Ted Cruz. But my ultimate question is: Okay, Ted Cruz, you're ranting and raving. What what are you doing? There you go. Have That's you put point. up articles of impeachment that everyone's all the Republicans ran on in 2022 that they're going to impeach Mayorkas? No, you just yell at him. He shrugs his shoulders and laughs at you and smirks, and then he leaves. And he keeps doing the same damn thing. I'm tired of the rants and rage. I'm tired of it. Look, I lived it. I lived the border. I, I was a, on a losing team. Not not the not the players. The players were winners, patriotic, unafraid, courageous men and women. I'm talking about the leaders. The leaders were losers, and they intentionally lost until that man Donald Trump came into office. The greatest border president in the history of mankind. I don't care if you don't like his his mean tweets. I don't care if you hate his hair. For the first time in my career, we were winning. We were within, Dave, this is what's shocking. We were within nine months, nine months of his next term, the border would have been completely secure. Let me just give you a little a taste of what that looked like. Prior to Biden winning the election, I would get 24-hour daily reports, which would show me everyone that's arrested across America on every border, interior as well. We were arresting 150 to 450 people a day. That's nothing. That's like that's like everything shut down. ICE was rounding up and, and, and arresting everyone in the interior. The moment Biden wins, we see an uptick, boom, to over 5,000. 5,000 a day. And it has not stopped until today. We're up to 12,000 people a day. We are on track to hit 3.5 to 4 million illegal aliens in FY 2024. In FY 2023, we arrested 3.2 million and released almost all 3.2 million. That's, it's never, this is brand new. This has never been done in the history of America. And it's intentional. But I agree with you that I, I will agree with you. There are some Republicans that are trying to fight, but they're the minority. They are the minority. ones that pontiff. Look, and you made a great point. I mean, look, how long we've we been talking? We're we talking about twenty minutes. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying this. This is not 
a knock on our discussion at all. I'm just trying to make a point of the the levels of evil that are associated with illegal immigration. You and I haven't even touched on child sex trafficking, the the fentanyl, cocaine, heroin that's poured across our country, the SIA terrorists that are in our nation. I mean, I can go on and on and on. Let's just stop for a second and, and talk about what you said. They saw men with children that they knew were not their kids. And what that is, so your audience understands, that's the cartel renting children. I saw it in my career. They rent the children. The children go with the, the man, and the man is normally an aggravated felon, prior deported alien. But because of this asinine policy the Border Patrol has been forced to, to, to uh, endure is called no separation of families. So this is my daughter. No, it's not. Well, yes, she is. Her name's Maria. Maria's now drugged. They drug them now. So they're just lifeless little dolls. And then when I, so you can't, you can't deport me and you can't put me in jail. So what do they do with prior deported aggravated felons? Well, they release them into America. Then I take that child and I give it back. I give it back to the cartels and the cartels rent her again or him again. And in between the rents, they sexually brutalize these children and sell them as sex slaves in between. That's what's happening in America. That's what we're allowing to happen. And then you say, well, uh, that doesn't sound, well, I don't care what you think it sounds like. It's the truth. Let me give you another example of how this, how they're getting away with it. We used to have a third party DNA testing contract that if I was like, okay, that dad, that's not her dad. We're going to DNA test it. Well, they, guess what Biden did several months ago? He did not re-up that contract. So there's no way to test. And they did that because they don't want any holdup. They want everyone just to get pushed through as quick as they can. Is there another ultimate motive, in your opinion, besides uh, uh, stealing an election and why they want these people here? I think they, when you when you step back and you look at all the rest of the nations in the world, the Western nations, we're seeing a complete global reset. Mm-hmm. Their words, not mine, and they're moving third world people into the Western nations, because if you listen to Mayorkas and you listen to the left that hate America, they believe that America, all of her success, all of her treasure and talent is ill-gotten gains from colonialism, slavery, uh, abuse and wars. So their idea is we're just going to bring the world into America to get what they want. And they are going to fundamentally transform America. What does that look like at the end? I don't know. But I do know that in three years, America does has no resemblance of what it was three years ago under Biden. You can't talk. You and I, I would guarantee you right now that because the way that we're talking or the way I'm talking, that we're flagged absolutely by the DOJ. Absolutely. They're tracking us because we're we're white supremacists and terrorists, domestic terrorists, because we're talking about a corrupt government that everyone knows is corrupt. You got January 6th are still in jail for three years, three years while they they burnt cities down in 2020 and no one was arrested. Or if they were arrested, they were bailed out from programs that uh, Kamala Harris funded. I mean, so when you ask what are they going to do, 
They're changing the demographic of America. Let me give you a statistic that came out and nobody even debates it. Center for Immigration Studies.org, uh, great organization, been around for decades. They did a, they're now claiming and stated through data, and I, I looked it through their data. Over 70 million people in America are foreign nationals. That's one in every six and a half Americans is not an American. They're from a foreign nation, one in six. When you break it down into that 50 plus million, you're looking up to 40 million illegal aliens. Now you tell me, and I wrote about this on Substack, you tell me, you show me a nation, a civilization of power that has allowed that type of percentage of non-citizens into their nation and survived. You can't. I can rattle off nations and, 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 and civilizations that have died because of it. Historians have written volumes about how Rome diluted their citizenry and then nobody had any, any uh, loyalty. Look, I wrote this in my book too and said, hey, okay, let, let me give you um, uh, just a good example. Wall Street Journal comes out and they do uh, a comparison, a poll comparison from 30 years ago to present day. And it was all kinds of American uh, you know, finances, religion. And one of the things they ask is patriotism. Patriotism was down by 30%. Can you connect the dots to millions of people that come into America that do not have allegiance to America, and then you wonder why we're down 30% in patriotism in America? I mean, can anybody connect dots anymore? Or are we all going to stick our head in the sand and sing kumbaya and say, everything's fine. And I'm telling you, I pray every night, Dave, that I am wrong, that I am 100% wrong. But I know wrong. I'm not. I'm no, not you're wrong. Not, you're not wrong. The, uh, the fentanyl issue has caught my attention for a long time. You know, I live in Arizona most of the year, and uh, it's, number, it's the leading cause of death in Arizona, all ages. Mm-hmm. It's the leading cause yes. of death. It's the leading cause of death under the age of 45 nationally now. And it comes from China originally. The cartel, yes. obviously, you know this better than I. They process it and they bring it through, uh, and they're allowed to come in with this. This is an act of war by China, but we got a president that's on the take from China, and that's been well established in the evidence in Congress. Uh, yes. You know, I just throw my hands up and say, "What the hell?" We have Benedict Arnold in the White House. Why hundreds of thousands of Americans have died because of fentanyl? This is an act of war by China against our nation. Well, when you look at and, and when we talk about this, all I can hear, I can just echo from all all my uh interviews uh on, from left-wing people well that's that's not proven well, yes it is already been proven i mean even even the president of mexico sent a letter breitbart nord news got the letter where the president of mexico sent a letter to chi and said stop sending your fentanyl and he's like no we didn't we don't do that and they're like yes we just got a a, a chinese container ship and it had fentanyl in it look you have no one on the border, border patrol agents. And I want your audience to understand that the drug cartels in Mexico own everything on the border. No one crosses unless they tell you. And they tell you how many, when, and where you're going to cross and what you're going to do when you cross. So the, think of a, a board game, a chess board. They're, the cartels are moving their players over here, and whatever law enforcement is is on the border, which is minimal, they have to go to the the most recent threat. So they push over 500 people in Lukeville, Arizona. 
Okay, I sent all my guys there. Well, 20 miles away, there's no one there, and they're just running loads of hard narco right through a border. Look, there's a direct line between open borders and drug overdose deaths. In uh, Trump's end of his Trump's term, he had 50,000 ODs, and he said, this is an epidemic. We cannot tolerate this. This is a Vietnam every year. Well, in Joe Biden's second year in office, that went to over 107,000. So we more than doubled. Now the data has not come out yet because they're hiding it. But I guess my estimation is we're going to triple. We're going to be at 150,000 people a year die of hard narcotic overdose because of the fentanyl that's pouring across the border. And there's no one to stop it. And, and your audience needs to understand. These are people dying of fentanyl are not hardcore drug addicts. They're people that are experimenting, young kids, adults that think they're taking Vicodin or, or, or some other opiate but they're actually taking a pill that's been pressed to look like an a, a over-the-counter or prescription narcotic, and they're taking and they're dying because all you need is a little sprinkle of salt, salt uh, dust that looks, and the fentanyl, it kills you. DEA has arrested hundreds, seized hundreds of thousands, millions, hundreds of millions of pills, excuse me, of fentanyl pills every year. How many is getting by? Trillions? Look, our nation, you cannot look at the border and think that it's okay. Let me give you another example. The new recent thing is for everyone to cross the border and they set tents up. So now in Southern California, in the desert, in the hills, in the eastern part, people are crossing the border and they're putting their tents up. These are people that we have no idea and no one's going out there to arrest them and bring them in. They're just leaving them there because the Border Patrol is so overwhelmed. We are, Dave, I would love to get into with you about the, the terrorists and the number of special interest aliens that have been led into our country. Yeah. We are sitting on a powder cake of disaster in America. And people need to wake up and understand this is going to happen. Yeah, I want to bounce this off of you too about the, about the terrorist situation. Uh, you have Christopher Ray come out and identify cities that are, they're on a watch list to make sure that we have the most security possible. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking to myself, this is, if he's being sincere, which I don't think he is, he's, this is the most stupid thing he could have said. So if Tucson's on the watch list and Albuquerque isn't, if you're a terrorist and see this report, what are you going to do? I mean, this is ridiculous. And and, but I think it's conditioning for the American people. That's Mm -hmm. what I think that statement was. What do you think? I absolutely 100 percent agree. And I just had this conversation with my wife a couple of days ago. She was asking me about, hey, tell me about the terrorists. I go. When you hear six months a year, I've been saying this my whole career, but since I wrote my book and on podcasts, I've been saying this for about a year. We have terrorists in our nation. Terrorists are pouring into our nation. And, and to a man, people would, even conservatives would pull back and go, well, that's a really bold statement. Well, yeah, I can prove it. But there was always this back and forth. And then the left and the FBI and Mayorkas, they would completely shun that. Now, fast forward six months to a year. Now, those same people that would say, you're crazy, JJ, this is insane. Or when some other conservative asked them under oath, they would ah, poo-poo it. Now they say, Absolutely, it's here. Why? Why do they now say it? Because they know the number of terrorists in our nation is so great. 
the probability of something happen has exponentially increased to absolutely it's going to happen. And they're conditioning, you use the right term, they're conditioning America. So when it does happen, it will be less of a shock if you can, because they'll be able to say, see, I told you, I warned you, we're on top of it. We're going to find them. No, you're not. You have no idea. I'll give you just a great example. Special interest aliens called SIAs. They have some some connection to terrorism, either low level or high up on the top ISIS recruiter. DHS has arrested, arrested. I'm not talking about the millions that have gotten away through the open borders. What DHS arrested in two years is over 105,000. They released them. 105,000 people that are connected to terrorism. How in the hell is the FBI that's monitoring me as a Catholic in my church to see if I, how pro-life I am, how are they going to monitor 105,000 people? Mayorkas, under oath, Johnson, uh, Senator Johnson, grilled him and said, where are those people? I don't know. And he just said it like that. I don't know. I don't have any idea where they're at. So what? What are you going to do? Let me, let me explain to you how insane this is. If you just give me one minute to, to give you a history on special interest aliens. 10,000 people we already discussed that I arrested way more than that. Let's just say 10,000. I can remember less than five in 23 years. Less than five. When you go back to 2022, there was uh, 25,000 SIAs. 2023, over 80,000. 2021, we're down to 3,000. 2019, nothing. It just goes off a cliff. We never experienced this until Biden became president. Let me explain to you what happened of those five times that I would get a special interest alien. Everything in the in the station would shut down because I had a high-profile illegal alien in custody. I would call the Joint Terrorism Task Force, JTTF, FBI run. They would come and they would interrogate this person up and down. If he was a terrorist... They'd take him away. I'd never see that person again. If it wasn't a, quote, terrorist alert, they would just put him back to me. I would turn him over to ICE. ICE would ensure that that Mohammed, Mohammed, whatever, from Sudan would get the next flight out to Sudan and drop him back. Never, never in a million years would I release a special interest alien, Dave. Never. If I did, I would be suspended. They would take my gun and my badge, and I would be interrogated as to why, J.J., you would do something so reckless. Are you compromised? That's what they would ask me. Now, instead of shipping them out, we are releasing the same people that we would get suspended for releasing. We're now told, release them all. So you have tens of thousands of of terrorists in our nation, tens of thousands. You have hundreds of thousands of special interest aliens with some kind of tie to terrorism. These are not my these are not my numbers. These are DHS. If you ask me how big is the problem, I'm going to say you're going to multiply all DHS numbers by a minimum of 7 to 10. That's what the reality is. So if Biden says we've arrested 8,000 people, I would go one to one of getaways. 8 to 8. So you have 16 million people in America, minimum, minimum conservative. When you ask me, you've arrested 100,000 special interest aliens, I'm going to tell you at least another two to 300,000 special interest aliens across the border undetected.
this is just Ooh. beyond the pale. I have two border patrol sources I've had for years. I met one in Yuma when I was traveling to California for vacation, and I went up to him. I said, I appreciate what you guys are going through. This was the time when these guys were going home and changing their clothes before they go home so they didn't infect their uh, families with diseases yes. they were being exposed to. And uh, I gave him my card, and I said, if you ever want to call and talk to me, I said, I'm in the media, but I I will give you complete discretion. Well, that started uh, a nine-year relationship we've had now, and he's preparing to retire. Uh, and here's what he told me, and then I had this backed up by another Border Patrol. They estimate right now that there are eighty to 100,000 active terrorists right now in America and divided up into sleeper cells of five to six people. I agree with that completely. Yeah, I agree. I have a I run a I have a podcast I just started called Mostly Peaceful Unrestricted, and my co-host his name is Brian O'Shea, and he is a former um, intel analyst embedded in the special forces in the army, and then worked on multiple alphabet agencies. So he's very very intelligent, very well versed. And he and I had this discussion on one of our podcasts recently, and I said I said Brian. We're talking about hundreds of brigades. Like a brigade is about a thousand soldiers. And he goes, well, JJ, you, I, you don't need to think of it in brigades. You need to think of it as small units. And each unit is walled off. So if I'm Mohammed, Mohammed Sheikh from Sudan, and I have 10 guys from Sudan also that have been come in and through different areas of the border. And then we meet back up in Tucson, Portland, wherever. I will have a specific target. Nobody else knows about my target except me and my guys. And we're going to tactically prepare to take down that target. Now he said, and this is, this is, he's right on the money and I agree with him. Now you multiply that group times thousands of those groups. And he said to me, let me give, I said, okay, Brian, give me, give me an example of what this would look like. And he goes, okay. We're not talking about suicide bombers because these people are a lot of them are soldiers. Okay. So think of 10 soldiers that their target is JFK airport in New York. So at 10 o'clock in the morning, they come in and they get dropped off. They come right into the, the big terminal with their, their AK 47s and they start lighting everyone up. They kill 2000 people and they get in their cars and they take off. He said, what do you think that would do to America? I would shut America straight down, bring it to its knees. So when your border patrol agent's telling you that, that's a true statistic. And it should scare the hell out of every American. And our government allowed this to happen, allowed it to happen intentionally. There's no other explanation. And Dave, I go through this and I, I ask people this and it's a rhetorical question. But when I'm having discussions with leftists, I, I, this is my first question I ask them after we go through 30 minutes of this. Everything I'm saying is documented and proof. This is DHS data. You agree with that? Yes, I do, because I'm fact-checking you right now. Yes, it's true. Okay. I say it's intentionally destructed destruction of American immigration system, and I believe it's treason. If you don't believe that, then tell me what the hell is going on on our southern border and why they're doing it. And there is always complete and utter silence because they don't have an answer, Dave. They know what it is. We all know what it is. And we do nothing about it. And we have no, this is a uniparty. Where are the Republicans? In my book, I lay out the history of how we got here. Do you know the amnesty in 1986 
Do you know that it was created and, and, and created and sponsored by a Republican? Republican Senator Alan Simpson from Wyoming. He's the one who pushed it and brought it to Reagan, and Reagan signed it, and Reagan, too, on his deathbed, was saying, my biggest regret is, is giving amnesty. They lied to me. That was a Republican that did it. Not a Democrat, a Republican. And go all the way through it. Lindsey Graham, John McCain, on and on and on. They're all the same. Paul Ryan, Mitch McConnell, all of them. Yeah. They're all, I, I think they're traitors. I believe I, they're treasonous yeah. to America. And I understand right. when I say traitor, listen, I don't say that flippantly like I'm an ignorant jackass. I know exactly what, when you're convicted of treason, I know what the punishment is, death. So when I say this, I say it with complete clarity. Mayorkas and that elk and the Republicans that allow this to happen are traitors to America. And if you don't believe that, then tell me what the hell these men are doing and why they're doing it. And if you can't give me a a solid, rational answer, then you have to at least think about what I'm saying and say, well, that guy's got a lot of of good points. Maybe I should think about it. At least think about it. I don't know if you've looked at this from a 30,000-foot view, because the detail we're getting here is stunning to my audience, to a lot of them, I'm sure. But I've taken more of a 30,000-foot view. What's going on with our leaders that would make them do this? And and I'm looking at it, and and there is an international movement. It's undeniable. I don't care what organization you talk about, whether it's the WF, the Bilderberg. You know, it's large-scale meetings yes. of rich and powerful people. They're up to something. And it looks to me like we're carrying out this mantra that if you're going to have global communism with complete control, you can't have a free capitalist society in America that's above everybody else. You have to bring it down. That's how I see immigration. It's not just getting the right people elected that will make bad decisions for the citizens. It's also about deculturizing America, making mm-hmm. America an unsafe place to live, and basically destroying the fabric of America. I mean, how many hundreds of hospitals are on the verge of closing now because they got to treat illegal aliens for free? I mean, this is the destruction of America, and it's intentional. It's not just overloading us with immigrants. It's what the intent is behind it. I agree completely. And a 30,000-foot view, when you sit back and you look at it from a global perspective, you and I, we use the term global reset, uh, the great replacement. Yeah. Everyone immediately says, oh, my God, you're, you're a conspiracy theorist or you're a racist. Well, wait a minute. I'm quoting people. I'm quoting people that I'm saying are trying to destroy the world, reset the world, and they're destroying America. These are not J.J. Carroll's words. These are Mayorkas. Joe Biden, when he was vice president, gave a big speech about, hey, white America is going to be the majority minority. And that's a great thing. We need to replace. Wait a minute. I didn't vote to be replaced. What? If, and then I always ask this when, when I'm interviewed by uh, an African-American individual. And I say, do you know that that you, meaning, and I hate to use race, but I'm going to have to talk like a, a leftist Democrat. Do you understand that you are now not the minority, the majority minority in America? And they're like, what? I go, yeah, Hispanics are. So you've lost power and leverage. And your politicians in the Black Congressional Caucus voted for this. Look, if we had a national, if we had blacks and Hispanics and blacks and, and whites and Asians, birth rates were lower and Hispanics were 
had, had a surge in birth rates. Who cares? Those are Americans. Nobody gives a rip. But when you, when you artificially bring in millions of people and displace Americans, no one wants that. There's no country in the world that would allow this. Japan doesn't. Hell, Russia doesn't. China doesn't allow this to happen. Mexico won't let foreigners come in their, in their nation and just squat and be there. Do you know you have to get a visa to come through Mexico in order to get to America? And you have 30 days to get it. And if you're not, they will force you into America. Do you know that? No one, everyone thinks that this is, this is all orchestrated and, 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 and strategically planned through all the nations of South America and Mexico. Mexico is our enemy. It's not our partner. They're facilitating this. Oh, I know they are. Um, I wanted to ask you another question, and we've, we've stuck very closely to the facts, but I want to go a little conspiratorial, but along the lines of Michael Yon, who has a lot of credibility. He's talking about, and by the way, too, I've got two groups of families I know in Panama, and okay. they're validating some of this for me. Michael Yon said that he observes uh illegals coming in potential illegals that are coming north that they're housed in concentration camps and then they're deported out in buses and i know the buses have gone from 60 to 200 a day and i've got that verified on what passes through panama because i've had people count them um do you think that those concentration camps will be for us one day and the these people coming in indeed are really the replacements well, that's when I first started at the very beginning of a conversation saying there's billion-dollar complexes along the southern border that house thousands and thousands of people. Are you telling me if you are a historian or anybody that's ever read books of totalitarian, oppressive governments, do you think that cannot happen in America? Right, look, do you know that the concentration camps or the detention facilities that are down in Panama and across the uh, Central America – that's paid for by our tax dollars. People know. don't know that. This is our money. Let me tell you how stupid this is. We're building, we have built asylum. They call them, this is how Orwellian is. They're called, they're, they're processing, processing centers. They now call them SMO, safety mobility offices. And now they're funding them to the tune of like a hundred million dollars to build, excuse me, billions of dollars to build hundreds of these SMOs across Central America and South America. Who's housing these, these offices? They're not U.S. citizens. We don't have enough USCIS officers or immigration officers to go there and process. So our government has built detention facilities that hold thousands of people in South and Central America in order for thousands and millions of people to come get get medicated, fed, clothed, rest, and continue on their journey. Again, let's go back to what I said. If I told you 35 months ago, this this administration is going to allow in, by their numbers, 10 million people. They're going to build facilities to help move people into America from from all all over our nation. And they're going to build the facilities to, to help it. And America is going to fund it. You would have told me, that is a crazy conspiracy. JJ, you are off your rocker. But here we are. So when you ask me, do you think our government would turn on us? Well, I wonder if we asked the J6ers that have been in solitary confinement for three years with no bail, 
if they think the government would do that? And my answer is absolutely. I do not trust. Look, I lived in the government, my pensions with the government. I am telling you as if, as I would tell my 12 year old son, son, don't you dare trust anybody or anything in this government or this country. I'm talking religious leaders and I'm a devout Catholic. You don't trust our religious leaders. You don't trust law enforcement. Your dad was law enforcement. If they don't have a warrant, they're never allowed into our, our house or car, anything. You don't trust politicians. You question everything. In fact, I want you to question me. When I tell you to do something, I'm going to explain to you why I want you to do it, but I want you to fact check your dad so you understand that that what I'm saying is correct. That's the world we live in. I know it is. So when you say, would the government turn on us? Hell yeah, the government would turn on us. I know. Unfortunately, we're just about out of time. I'm going to have you back because this is just too important. We've left a lot on the table. But uh, you've written a book that deserves attention, and uh, I highly recommend it. Uh, Tell people how they can get a copy. Uh, You can go to jjcarroll.com or go to Amazon and just type in uh, Invaded, the Intentional Destruction of the American Immigration System, but it's just Invaded by JJ, and it will pop right up. And it's exactly what you and I talked about. Um, I was actually censored by my publisher and had to get my rights back, had a big publisher take my book and all the way up and published it and then censored it, if you can believe that. Um, but every the irony is everything I wrote in my book, my book's only, I I finished writing it uh, the end of the, the end of May. Everything I wrote is happening right now. Yes. Everything. So um, I appreciate the time you gave me. I'm passionate about this because I believe it's the number one threat to our republic. And we have traitors within our government that are they're, they're facilitating this destruction of America. And I won't remain silent. Maybe I'm the only voice, you and I, but I'm going to scream from the hilltop because when I'm 80 years old and my son looks at me and says, Dad, I know that it all went bad, but you did not keep your mouth shut. And I appreciate that. And yeah, I respect you for it. You just encapsulated a lot of my motive, too. Uh, this is why I do this work now. I was a happy college basketball coach and a professor when I got into this. Of course, I was kind of forced in because the McCain Mafia tried to steal my property and that of 300 of my rural neighbors. And that launched me on a mission to where I started discovering this stuff. And here I am. But uh, yeah, you're absolutely right. I do this for the next generation because I basically have had my life. And these kids that are coming up are not going to have the lives that we had. We've had the best days of America, and I'm not sure how we can turn it around, but I'm going to have you back to talk about that. But very quickly before we go, tell people how they can listen to your podcast. Uh, You can go to uh, dailyclout.io. That's the platform we go off of, and it's called Unrestricted. uh, Excuse me, Mostly Peaceful Unrestricted. And you can go to uh, Rumble and type that in, and it will pop up our last uh, 10 episodes are, are listed on there. So, yep. And then I have a YouTube short channel at YouTube at JJ Carroll, where it's about a five minute video. We talk, I talk about a very specific topic and drill down on it for five minutes. It's very quick and informative. Sounds good. Our guest has been JJ Carroll, and this has been very eye opening. And I'm sure that you're going to want to follow up with his book and follow his podcast. JJ, thanks for coming on. And I can't wait to have you back. That'd be great. Thank you for having me. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.